0: Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're gonna go down, insights, opinions, conversation, New releases from Craft Impero and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. Hey,
1: <laughs> welcome to the new Craft Impero Garage. I'm the Bourbon Cowboy, and
0: I'm the Viking. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Craft Impero podcast. As the Bourbon Cowboy said, we were in the Craft Impero Garage. Yeah, and, we're excited. Uh, we're actually going to do for the Patreon. We'll do a quote humidor tour of the garage this thing is uh the cowboy's been putting his, the work in in here you know like he always does when he's building something and the uh he did this i'll let him explain this to me there's something really crazy to the floor um the groundwork is amazing it's like a polished marble yeah it's kind of mm-hmm. like a poly
1: flake they fixed all the cracks and did everything but i've been wanting to do this for a long time for this exact reason because when we do our podcast over the winter it's sometimes hard uh you're limited
0: you, let's you, be honest we get cold
1: yeah <laughs> so now we're it's agua farm and into the uh crafted Piero garage yeah you know it
0: so we're just kind of finishing up some smokes we were hanging out talking um wreck it rusty is joining us from general cigar the midwest sales manager you guys all know wreck it rusty um do you want to have a little pour before he gets here oh yeah sure what do you want to have so let's Yeah, why don't we, we
1: haven't visited this in a long time. Clyde Mays. And I got to grab my glasses, but this is Clyde Hayes. This was gifted to me, another great gift from um, Paul Casamaticus. and I probably said that wrong, but Mm. it's close enough. you nailed it. Um, We've had this, maybe, I'm quite confident we've had it, and this may have been an Agua hit, but I just pulled this out again because it's getting down there, so I figured we'd eat or drink the last of this. Well, have some pour, see where we go. Because this was always really enjoyable. I, I really enjoyed
0: it. I want to say, didn't that... Isn't that... No, that's not the one that came out at the birth of Makers 101, was it? When did that one come? When did you bring that one out?
2: Um, you
0: know. had you had one that had a boxer relation to it. And it... This is an 15 years and 112 proof.
1: Um... And my last recollection of it, it was pretty damn
0: good. No doubt, I'm right there. Thanks, buddy. So, yeah, we're just we're hanging out, um, getting after it. Kind of this is going to be our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, Burma Cowboys bog yeah, <laughs> bogged down. It's not the right word. He's having a killer family time. We got some really cool family news today as well. We'll share that with you guys later down the road. But really, really stoked about that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, And then uh, I leave for Key West uh, Saturday, um, and then I'll be back. And then yet again, man, we were talking about our weekends are booked, bro. Yeah, we might
1: even (laughs) be able to, if I can get my frickin', what the hell is it we do that we could maybe do a a, a sneaky podcast while you're down there.
0: We totally can. I think we should try that. You got your mics. And then here's the thing, too. Yeah, here's the thing, too, is it doesn't have to be Zoom because Zoom is a shit show. This StreamYard is what we use to do the video. So okay. I just email you a link, you click on it, and then you pop up on that screen right there.
1: Yeah, so we'll get yeah. that figured out. And I've got my mics here. Yep. And um, we can do a little something down there. Yep. And
0: So you guys, if you're watching the Patreon, you'll see we have yet again upgraded our mic situation. And this actually all birthed out of Stogies and Cinema in October uh, at the Mad Russian's house when we had a fire hazard of, I actually believe the way we had the wires laid out was more of a trip and fire hazard than the actual fire we Oh my God, I swear I thought I was going to trip over it. So I spent the past week uh, emailing with some people, um, kind of hearing some audio cords that were sent over and some live action movement with some things, and uh, we hooked up with this company and now we are able to do, all four guests will be on these wireless mics, so we are set up that way. That's Which awesome. It's good to go. I'm excited about that. And the sound quality is pretty good. We did a little test run before this, so I'm excited about it.
1: Oh.
0: shit. So I'm just finishing up a uh, Liga Bravada 10th Anniversary uh, Robusto. Verbekal, um, you just finished a Spooky there. What were you smoking? I was doing... Um, a mm. Um I, don't, I think it may have been a Thunder. Did CNC you see Thunder? So, So, I'm trying to get a line on this. I was talking to Marvin out there in Hawaii. Uh, Half will release that Viaje is releasing the Thanksgiving Day, uh, what, I think it's Stuffed Turkey and Mrs. Hatchet again. Oh. So, again, they're those cigars that, they come, unless you live where the fuck they're from, you're not going to find them. Depending on how much he gets, we may at least be able to get a box of one of them. It just depends on, on what he gets and how much of it. So... Oh, that must, it must be, be Wreck-It Rusty. So we
1: can let him sit there and mm-hmm. then that little um, thing there, mm-hmm. if we need to get him his little ashtray, when he gets settled in, we can put it out in the corner. Oh, hey,
0: visit. Boo-Boo. Hey. Very good looking, slick. one. Welcome to the Hodge Ranch man. here, buddy. Yeah. What up, baby? What's up, boys? That's how wreck Rusty gets invited into the door. <laughs> good to What's see you, large? man.
2: How you doing, buddy? What's up, brother?
0: What's up, baby? How you doing, buddy? Good, brother. Alright, come on and sit down. I'm get you uh I made mic'd up here. Let me Yeah, okay. There you go. Instead of him reaching over. You know, yeah, dude. All wireless? Yeah, all wireless and shit. I feel like got tired like... of the uh the safety hazard that I feel was like wires. Jefferson. Oh. Moving on <laughs> <laughs> well, so hey, we just poured this. We're gonna start with this, so
2: why don't you give this a spit?
0: All right, say what's
2: up? What's up?
0: All right. Wreck-It Rusty is here, so get to the point. What are we smoking tonight, man? Dang, jumping right in. Yeah, well, you're opening it, so. Well, we
1: started, we were uh, kind of catching up on this, but this is, I've been wanting to do my garage like this for 10 years. I finally, I'm glad you guys, He said you were coming and I knocked it out. I had the floor done a week or two. I got my trim down. And I've been working on finishing this so we could have our winter, because we got the summer, now we got the winter because my basement's not done yet. So now we I put this up. This all just comes in within about five minutes from a bag out there. Pull the denali out, turn it on, set it up, we're ready to go. We got heat, ventilation. So, you know,
0: this is another little venue for yeah. us. How are your visits today? We're good. Good. Were you at Tenderbox Furby Heights? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, we're setting up with them. Yeah. They they wanted me to tell you that they apologize for not emailing you back. Oh! But they'll get to you soon. Oh! <laughs> so. Okay, heard it here first. So, <laughs> what we are smoking tonight is, it's called the CAO Escaparate. It is an event-only cigar. Say that five times fast.
1: Escaparate, scararate, scararate. Es, Escaparate. <laughs>
2: Escaparate. Escaparate. <laughs> so it escaperate. is an event-only cigar. So you can only get this cigar when the rep does like a CAO event at a shop. Really? Does it come in that box? It comes, it's a five-count box. So you get these cigars. Normally, Like if you buy a box, you'll get this five-pack. Oh, shit. Right? Wow, that's pretty so cool. So the deal with this cigar is this is the second blend that... Was ever blended at the original CAO factory, like back, back 90s, the early 2000s. Yeah, Oz-Jenner, Yeah, Oz Right.
0: Huber, all them guys that time period.
2: Yeah. Egg, so, all them guys. right. If you were yeah. if you were there at the original CAO inception time frame, <clears throat> um, and I believe that it's on the box, but I believe the guy's name is Victor Calvo. Is the Victor Calvo? Yeah. yeah. So he's the he's the blender that did this. So this is the. Second blend that was ever made at the CAO factory. So nice. the cool thing about this cigar is, and I told Mark here a while ago, but uh, first time I ever smoked this cigar, I was, I was up in Nebraska. I had just gotten these in the mail on like a Saturday and I left for Nebraska on a Tuesday. And I was like, I got an account up there that the, the shop manager has a really good palate, right? Right. This is something i have I'm interested to try. So I sat down with him and we lit the cigar up, right? And instantly, there was no bourbon that came to mind on this cigar, right? There was no, there was no like, ooh, I really think it would pair well with this. We both got this palate that was like aching for like a sweetness, like, like, junk food sweetness okay right and i was like man i just want some cheesecake with this some like nice thick new york cheesecake and he's like oh that sounds good and bacon and i was like okay i kind of taste some like, bacon. i mean who doesn't love bacon everybody loves bacon. bacon. if you don't love bacon, bacon then fuck you right yeah. everything goes with bacon this is what he thought of and this is before he lit it no this is while we're smoking it oh like, so we're thinking like oh man that would be so good so, we were talking about it, and it's actually really funny. I had an event coming up with um, the folks at the Vineyard Market in Ozark, Missouri, right? And it's a nice, high-end wine bar, food, you know, cigar lounge, everything. And I said, hey, would you guys be able to make a cheesecake? And Heather, the owner, was like, yeah, we can make a cheesecake. And I was like, can you make it like bacon, use the <laughs> bacon grease as a bonding agent for the crust and... And she was like, yeah, we can come up with something. When you
0: order off-menu, you are really particular.
2: Crazy. So she, they came up with a maple bacon cheesecake. It that was works. phenomenal. That works. So after we kind of go through, like, we want cheesecake with this, he's got a little rack of, like, candies and stuff, and he's like, let's just mess around. And it's the weirdest thing in the world, and I really, really, I, I'm stupid. I should have picked some up today. We opened up a bag of Skittles. Okay. Fuck, Janine's got Skittles. She's got all kinds yellow of Yellow Skittles. Pair with this like a motherfucker. <laughs> the, the yellow Skittle. The yellow Skittle. The yellow Skittle. I guarantee yes. you she's got Skittles. If she has Skittles, <laughs> I'm not joking. Smoking this and eat a yellow Skittle with this and it'll blow your fucking mind. Wow. Well, I got to tell you, well, just uh, smelling this
1: cold so, reminds me of the first time I met Janine's grandfather and I opened his pipe tobacco. You know that vanilla, beautiful smelling pipe tobacco when you open it up and smell it? I don't remember ever smelling anything like like that. Oh, like a Cavendish? Like a
2: black Cavendish kind of? Yeah. Maybe,
1: yeah. I mean, it's got a real, just smelling the outside of the cigar, it's got that pipe tobacco, you know, bag really kind of moist and just beautiful. I don't know, we'll see.
0: All right, everyone will forgive us. Great. This is that moment where it's going to get rather silent for a few seconds here. That's got a really easy light to it.
2: And the I'm, smoke comes in and it's very calm. And I'm a giant pussy. Like I don't retrohale a lot of cigars. Like I'm a I giant know. pussy. Uh, yeah. I retrohale the motherfucker
0: out of this. Well, I mean, I know you were a giant pussy. I know you didn't retrohale. A lot yeah, of this yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> That's, you know, for sure. <laughs> but like
2: this, I can retro and it doesn't. It doesn't affect me. It's. Yeah. It's, it's really, really smooth.
1: You know, the whole retro hail thing is interesting conversation because we met with a gentleman. I believe his name was Travis. Yeah, and he really kind of talked about wrappers and tastings and whatever And Altidus is uh, he was like, you know, the, the retro guy, hail. You should only do that anymore. maybe two times <laughs> or three times a cigar. He would let go. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Um, I seems like always at retro hail once or twice just to get a feel for the retro hail. That's just another way to experience that cigar.
0: So what? It's interesting. I haven't thought about that before when you, so we're going to cheers this and you're going to put bourbon in that cigar. But, but I think that's got to be the first time I've ever heard anybody that you pair, you pay. I mean, you, you traditionally have bourbon with your cigars. You right. know what I mean? It's kind of what like, what we joke yeah, all the time. I've never like, heard any excited about a cigar like that one. And what came to mind was not the bourbon, like something you didn't want to try with it right away, which is interesting. I mean, it's a, it's
2: toying with my mind here. Like it's kind of, I don't know. Again, it wasn't like, you know, you light up some and you're like, ooh, I would love to have that bourbon pair with this. Like that would go so well. And the first thing that came to mind wasn't that. It was like, oh, I want something, I want some like something sweet. Like I want something desserty.
0: I can see. I mean, I, we just lit into them, right? So you know, but and you've you've smoked it before, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it it is velvety. It's very. Um, it is. It's not, it's not, I don't want to shoot at it and call it this, this big mild thing because we haven't really got into the cigar yet, but the little small retro, you hold it around a little bit, you let the smoke go, it is kind of this velvety little, little thing, you know? What do you think, cowboy? Well, as we have talked about this many times,
1: I don't even have 316th of an ash on it. I mean, it's just like... I know we want to, it's kind of like we should start it and they're like, okay, listen, fuckers, we're going to talk about some other shit for a while until we, we get about can. an inch in, and then we're going to come
0: back. No, and we will.
1: Right. Because, you but, know, I'd be like, oh, okay. But we also so want, like, first impression. And this then, is like,
0: also the first time somebody demanded we eat yellow Skittles <laughs> right, and smoke yes. a cigar. Janine! So, <laughs> the only time you assholes that color coordinated your, your Skittles are worth
2: anything is right now. Well, <laughs> so So, Heather I'm at the it. Vineyard actually bought a five pound bag of yellow skittles on oh amazon Oh my god and we had we had I'll, I'll bowls of yellow skittles we That's had ridiculous. yellow skittles with our maple bacon cheesecake oh my god look at this oh my god look
0: he's not kidding he's not like, i mean you can't see uh, it, you can't see it We almost. i mean i'm
1: not kidding you <laughs> We chose a different dessert the other night, or we'd have cheesecake in the damn thing.
0: Mm. Well, how about we cheers this? Let's put bourbon to this cigar that requires yellow Skittles and see if we can't tag up in this. Maybe we bit.
2: need to make yellow Skittle bourbon.
0: Okay. Oh. I wasn't going to say <laughs> that. ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. Nah, you're getting crazy.
2: Nah, it's just a little out. All awesome. right.
0: Uh, bourbon Cowboy, why don't you tell everybody what this is?
1: This was gifted to me <laughs> for the podcast. Paul Um This is a 15-year Clyde Mays, and it's 112 proof. And I've always found these to be um, really... Good, right? What? That good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always found these upper ones that they've picked and I've been given, I really kind of like them. Um, now I'm pairing it with a different cigar right now, and now listen, we're we're down at the end of the bottle. I don't know how many times it's been open. I'm not quite sure about how much oxidation this has happened because normally the bottles that we have on the show um, you know, may have been open two times, three times over a year or three year period, but this thing is still holding up and um i don't know my cheaters on i'll check but and i'll get back to you this i don't know if this is mgp or not but i would assume probably but um anyway we have it on the show so i thought we'd talk about it a little bit and um of course so there's probably five different years and expressions of this whether it would be a rye or um whatever year it may be up to this 15 which um he let me have it on the show so anyway i think it's really good it's interesting i think uh total wine and more sells a lot of this stuff um so and of course you know paul cass has all his candles in there and and cass makes candles out of old great bourbon whiskey all kinds of different spirits tito's whatever he's got a candle and they're all in total wine so uh, he always kind of keeps abreast of what's going on there. But anyway, so what do you think about it, Rusty?
2: It's good. I'm not a. I have not actually had a lot of like Clyde May's stuff. Me neither. Um, Me neither. It's good. Yeah. What's the proof on it? You know. 112, I think. That's pretty good for. Yeah. 112. Yeah. It's smooth.
1: Yeah, that's really nice to revisit. And it's hard to say if it's pairing well with the cigar yet, because I think we still need to get in there a
0: little bit further. But So the first thing I wanted to bring up on the podcast today is I was <coughs> looking, and well, since I knew you were going to be here, we knew you were going to be here, we wanted to kind of talk about this a little bit. So the Chinese New Year, right? We know that like Davidoff does it every year. Um, Punch got into it, was that two years ago? Oh, the god no, 2019. 19, okay. Um, so they've been in about four years. And the one thing I always saw was like, um, Daniel Marshall would do it with some humidors. Uh, you know, I told you about Daniel Marshall before. He He's the guy that'll make you a five count humidor and it costs $9,000, right? That's Daniel Marshall humidors. And uh, but now I'm starting to see like uh, Davidoff just launched the Year of the Dragon humidor right. collection. But then you're starting to you see when you say that just
1: for uh, for people that are listening, they're creating um, a cigar line and they've specifically designed a humidor to go along with this release. Yeah, so
0: Davidoff yeah. for- So the, they know, because
1: sometimes- Yeah, sorry, Yeah. good point, We sorry. forget that so they may not know exactly
0: what- Davidoff, correct me if I'm wrong here, I think it's been going on a little over a decade now. They started the Chinese New Year stuff, and I don't, I think initially, I'm either going to have this right or wrong or a little backwards here, initially the first two Chinese New Years they did were humidor collections. The cigar didn't come in a box. You bought the humidor. You got whatever DuPont did with them to make the, the whole collection. And um, now, uh, in, for I know at least the past five years, uh, Davidoff accounts will get the cigar. So you'll get whatever the Chinese New Year's is, like the Year of the Tiger. Remember we smoked that? That's the one they had that. They faded the leaf to get the tobacco stripes into it on the wrapper. They didn't barber pull it, but they... Hung it on a wire rack is what I'm going to go with. I feel like that's how they did that. But the point I'm getting at is I'm starting to see more and more, and it seems more recent in the past couple years, um, the, what I want to reference with you is the way that Cohiba came out. Uh, the Cohiba, uh, which one is that? that came that comes in the case of the White Gloves. Spectre? Spectre. Specter kind of blew their game Man, is up. Is that
1: seven, uh, James Bond thing Specter? Not those. His, no, no, this
0: Specter is James Bond. Right. This was but designed that cigar one. doesn't but have any no. ties to it. Okay. But what I'm getting at is, have you noticed how that's becoming a larger? I don't want to call it a trend because not everybody's doing it, but you're seeing more of them. Uh, you're starting to see more brand-inspired humidor collections than you nor- than I'm used to seeing. Have you noticed that? It, it like, be, being that you're core inside the industry, like, have you noticed that?
2: No. Only because, like, Davidoff doesn't do it for the year of the whatever it is anymore. Year um, of the what? Well, whatever year of the pig or year of the... They did it bowl. this year. Well, this year. Right. They did it last year. No, it was a box last year, wasn't they did, it? No, no they, they do them both now. That's what I'm saying. Well, then I don't know. But oh, like, But you got to think about it. Like even technically last year, or actually this year, when the Spectre came out, that was the first Spectre that ever came out with a functioning technical humidor.
0: And that's why I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. Like that is that a thing that's catching on? Because, you know, Rocky did it with
1: a buying
0: a new cigar
1: uh, series in a hugely expensive humidor collector status. it's nothing yeah. but status and collecting yeah. and having yeah, yeah here look at it train. i mean you,
2: fucking wild dude i know there's like crazy. we just we just put out the like a very limited cohiba biometric humidor it had a 106 cigars in it from years past of you know specters and um you know a, a cigar that we put out the 20, biometric one yeah but i mean that's super limited we had 130 made um but i mean that retails for five grand
0: Oh, see the humidor. Crap. Near the dragon. Yeah, it's it's
2: yeah. got that red gold. Reminds red me of the dog. bold oh, yeah, package yeah. from yeah. bold from. But Niche. if you think about it, I mean, we did that 12 years ago with the um, the CAO uh, vision. The what? The vision. Vision did it originally. Yeah, originally, was, and then like, it came back with the LED box. And then we brought it back. Yeah. We've done you know couple years
0: different versions. Well and then Rocky but, did it uh was it last year or the year before they had the ALR two and then he had the uh quarter century you know and then and then somebody else just did another Cohiba in and styled one but it's a fucking it's a stand up you know it's a uh uh shit what do you call that like like mine it's like yours it's and like the tall up, ones human. yeah the fucking the cabinets sorry cabinet so another but they build them that way. Another
1: uh, box that's nutty is the new flathead box. It's kind of a pin and cushion something.
2: Well, that was the V23 that we did this year. That was yeah. a limited edition. That was the um, kind of pay. That's pretty. Kind of pay homage to the hundred year running of the Le Mans. Like that's what that was for.
1: Right, right. I'm done... a flathead guy. I don't have. I don't smoke a lot of them, but I like them. I think they're really good.
2: Yes, yeah, so we did a tw- we did a V19, a V21 and then the V23. Um so we've done 3 years with a box being very similar to that with that really like like nice a pin, pin cushion, cushion right? like little
1: pins. It's like a blue. Right. Oh, that's yeah. I haven't seen it. That's blue cool. Blue It's really cool. Yeah, that's so cool. that w-
2: the blue and orange, that blue and orange color scheme was actually the original color scheme for the for the racing team for the Ford GT500 before they went to that like that lighter blue. Oh, so that dark cool. blue and orange was the original color scheme. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I I mean I guess what I'm I'm asking is like is
0: are we starting to jump into uh, the accessory world again? Where if you you you'll remember this. In sixteen seventeen all the inspired accessories started punching out again. You know, quality imports was doing all the specified uh, Cuban brand humidors and um, the private label lighters and cutters through Lotus and uh, uh, ZyKai or Zekai, however you say it all that stuff was coming out do you, do you think that's going to be, a, is that a new trend thing popping?
2: Well I think we always have to remember that this has to be we're not reinventing the wheel we're just coming back around to something that we did 10, 15, 20 years ago yeah. so we always, you know it's that cycle um, and I think we're in a cycle now that with with so many brands out on the market and so many different things, what are you going to do to set yourself apart and draw people to buy your stick and support your brand? Right. Um, you know, as we all know, the the visual aspect alone is the first thing that catches a lot of people's eye.
0: Hey, I've, I've said this forever, and I think all three of us agree here. I think we've talked about this before. We're all label whores, yes. Yeah. I, I can't. I love a great label. I, I mean, it's can't artwork. tell it's, you
1: i mean times? it's just
0: super cool
1: yeah i mean i i'm always looking at but there's so much to talk about that in some ways but um
0: no i agree think easy about it
1: recognizable yeah. colors and or whatever Orange. and then ours are not they're black and white
0: it's yeah, like, but you know, you see a pumpkin in July. We're like, not really doing a lot of color. color. We're,
1: we're like, I think we're starting, which is good. We're at the basics. We're at the start, black and white. Let's get something going, black and white. And that's why I think, but I'm excited to eventually get into some fucking colors. I think. Yeah, and yeah. It's,
0: what I mean by that is I, I've said this before. It's like you know, obviously when you're in a restaurant with food, I think your nose picks everything up first. Something walks by, like, fuck was that, right? But you're walking through a humidor. Or you're in a liquor store and you know, you know, I think everyone does this. You know what you, when you walk into a humidor, or you walk into a liquor store, you know what you're there for. What you browse, right? And I do it every time I'm in a liquor store. I'm cruising by and I'm like, the hell is that bottle over there? You go there and look at it, you find out it's some liqueur or whatever. You're like, I wish that shit wasn't a liqueur.
2: But I think, I think we do well, that. We, bottle. I, we do that in a restaurant too. You're sitting at a table, not sure what to eat, and the guy walks, the server walks by with this amazing platter. And you're like, "I'll have oh, that." Shit, what was that? <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but I want it. Right. You know. So I, I mean, we, we obviously shop with our eyes first and foremost, and and again, whatever we can do to draw your attention to our product, I think that has to be one of the biggest things. I mean, you think back to like when Camacho changed the boxes to those. Bright, bold, piano finish colored boxes. Yeah, but
0: that was after the buyout, though. Oh,
2: I understand. Yeah, but it but was a, it was a change up to, to because... bring you to their product. Because the cigars went to shit. <laughs> you can say that I can't. Right. Right. But but uh, I get what you're saying. But, but I mean, they, they had to do something to kind of you know, set themselves apart again. Like, the, yeah. it was a rebrand. It was a, it was a, we're, we're new owners, we're, you know, same blend, same tobacco, blah, 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 but we're different now. And so, you know, I think we, we really do in the business. I mean, why does, why does Fuente put out the rare pink in a bright pink box? Good point. It's
0: all those today. Good point.
2: So yeah. I think, I think first and foremost, we as cigar smokers, when you walk into a humidor, you're always drawn to something new, something eye-catching, and I think we just have to uh, where uh, the crazy thing is is where where does it stop?
0: Right. What's what, the
2: ceiling? What, what's the ceiling? Right? Yeah. I mean, you look at the Spectre box this year. It was a mechanical box. You push a button and the thing lifts up out. And it's like, I mean, it was yeah. a whole production. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just a box to look at. I mean, it was moving parts. And, you know, I mean, it was amazing. But. So I guess
0: my follow-up question to that is, so say you buy this, this Year of the Dragon DuPont humidor with all these cigars. You got the, I think Ellie Blue did the cutter and lighter, right? So you're it's like $8,000 with the cutter and lighter in it, right? what's that here our average joke right yeah you know we have all those uh here's my question though do you smoke what's in that humidor you should damn right what are you doing it's empty the whole premise
1: my question
0: is why did you buy it in the first place if you're asking me i'm smoking that is like that if i if i had the fuck you money to buy one of those you know what that kind of style humidor is for me It's birthday, dinner, Christmas. You come out of like, okay, everybody wanna enjoy a cigar? You walk that fucker outside, Right. you open it, everyone picks one out. Now here's my second question. (coughs) Does that humidor lose value when all the cigars are gone? Yeah. Then you just have a pretty painted box. You do. Right? Right? Yeah. But
1: maybe in hopes that whoever enjoyed that would fill them up again and let's go. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: Right. I think those kind of $8,000 humidor or whatever, I mean, listen, there, there's every level of life and where everybody's at with their work and wherever. There's a lot of corporations that are spending a lot of money to have their investors or their clients at a party. They all kind of know each other and they're like, bang, we're going to have $8,000, you know, humidor spectrum set up for these guys. We're going to have some really cool bourbon. Oh, thanks, Gerald, we're going to kick it out. We're going to spend, you know, some really jack. Okay. Kick it. And I think you think that is singular, but I think that happens a lot. And they look to certain people, maybe local guys or able to help them out, to find that special gig.
0: So in that Davidoff humidor specifically, yeah. if you buy the humidor, it's 88 of the Grand Toro. There's only 25 numbered humidors. Mm. Guess how much
2: it is. I have no idea. He knows. 88 cigars? Yep. Nine grand.
0: Nope. More. More. Yeah. See? $49,000. Get out of here. Okay.
1: It's written right there. $49,000. I'm I'm not. I'm not. That's probably a Vegas fucking deal there. That's... Because there's bonkers.
2: Okay. But let's go back to, like, this year, this past year at the trade show... There was a $10 million ashtray. Yeah, but Ellie Blue can go blow one. I don't... Look, no. I understand, right? I, I get it. There's a $10 million but ashtray. But did somebody buy one? No, no. Well,
0: that's like when I made that joke to uh, to Lito, uh, to fucking Lito at the show. And I told you about this. LFD had done this lighter. It was a... I want to say it was a soft flame. It was some carat gold encrusted with rubies and this and that. Blah blah blah. blah. It was like $16,000. And I said it right there. I was like, if I see somebody light a cigar with that lighter, I'm going to beat them in the back of the head, take that lighter and run away and sell the fucking thing. You, you set fire to $16,000? That's what you're saying to me right now. You set fire to $16,000. That's insane, man. It is for us. Well, what, was, what, what
2: was the cost of that humidor? Forty nine thousand.
1: I'm just so saying. So forty nine thousand,
2: there there's eighty-eight cigars in it, right? Yeah. And That's five hundred and fifty-seven dollars a cigar. That's not counting the cost of what the humidor is, right? Okay. But, so let's
1: But what I would like to know is like from your company, all these specialty items that are put out that are so crazy. I would like to know, like at some point, you like research this and come back to us like, okay, remember when we talked about those $44,000 humidors, whatever, how many sold this year? 125 sold. And this and that, because that tells me there is a market. They wouldn't be making them if there's not a market.
0: Oh, yes, sir. So 100%, yeah.
1: they're selling them to these corporate parties and that are giveaways. Or listen, we we got a guy who's a billion-dollar player. We want him on our team. We're going to send him this humidor. He's a cigar guy, and that's where that shit plays
2: way up in the sky. Well, again, we just did a biometric Cohiba humidor. It was retails fifty five hundred. You get a hundred and six cigars in there, right? We made a hundred and thirty of them, right? I sold through my allocation with three phone calls. Yeah, oh, see, but my, right? I think
0: I think though. So for six thousand dollars, biometric, it moves around like that. I feel like you've got. Lake Michigan of buyers versus at forty-nine thousand dollars, you've got your farms, Lake of buyers. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Like there's, but I think you're right, and there's got to be a reason they only they only made twenty-five because I think they know for a fact at least half of those they've done the metrics on it. They
1: know that probably we'll lose our money if we make. More than thirty. Or Let's
0: something. be. Honest, they're all so gonna we'll end up in fucking four. China in some high-rise office somewhere. Anyway, I just thought that was crazy. I, w- I wanted to talk about. I wanted to bring that up. I thought it was wild, you know, because you know, y- you on the rep side, I'm, you've definitely been in accounts where that that I don't know about that kind of yeah, money, but you've that. seen your biometrics go
2: cool. Like that, on, I have a shop that literally said, give me every, give me every one you have. I was like, well, I can't do that. And he was like, well, I've already pre-sold if you can get them five. So he's got five customers. Yeah. And retail, uh, SRP's 5500 So retail is almost seven. Well, SRP's $5,500. You got to figure most places, you know, the state that I'm talking about has a 20% OTP tax. Jesus. So, you know, you got to look a $5,500 humidor. You're closer to $6,200, $6,300. And he had five pre-sold if I could get them five. Right. So, I mean, there are markets and it's crazy because that's that's in Omaha, Nebraska. That this this account has the clientele that he's willing to or he's able to to move that. Right. That's that's
0: wild. I want to ask um the cowboy a little bourbon question though cuz I want to talk about it that way too, right? So it's funny. Okay. You okay over there? No, I'm getting too strong. Sh- 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 too strong, can't open my water. I really can't. fucking crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Try to take a little. Um, So think about this, Cowboy. We talk about bourbon and shit. The whole cap came off. <laughs> I know. We talk about bourbon and stuff, though, but think about um, what have... Shit, we've seen it. We've seen... Fucking is probably talk about it. What have you seen? A well, I'll let you pick. Let's think, think about. I know it's dumb, right? It's because it's cold drink outside. Drinks off the top. Yeah. Um, what do you think about uh, these bottles that go for obnoxious? noxious you? My fellow. We're not. We're not pushers. Okay. <laughs> what Does do you, you think about these crazy, crazy bottles that go to an auction and get twenty thousand dollars or get? And they're not crazy bottles, right? Like, think about a, jo- uh, jo- um, what was that Eagle Rare? Um,
2: was it, like, double? Yeah, it's double in, like, uh, an
1: amazing case, and it's got a big glass Eagle on the top. It was, yeah. like, I don't know,
0: 18 grand or yeah. something like that. Okay, and then that, the funniest thing about that is you can drop that and break it. Yeah. Then what? At least if you drop a locked humidor, everything inside's okay. Give me,
1: huh? like, a big glass um, bowl full of beautiful... Okay. <laughs> it dropped that. wasn't my fault. Yes. So I <laughs> get it. While wow, the glass could be bad. Yeah, I know. Did I ever
0: tell you about that? It's Super Bowl this year. Mad Russian brings out this, like, 10-year-old bowl. It's all canter. glass bowl. It's awesome looking. Full of, like, old-ass cognac. And... He's, I'm, like can, I, I'm like, can I set bowl. it down? He goes, yeah, set it, on the, set it on the table. Bump, bull's gone. Like, yeah, gone. And
1: it was pretty close to the end of the game. Gone Like, everybody's like, ah.
0: We sacrificed that bull, and the Chiefs won a Super Bowl. So I'm going. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. I'm going with that. So what was your original question about on the bourbon side, high end? So we're sitting here talking about these crazy humidor's and yeah. prices they get to, and. What about bourbon, though? Well, it's nice like today. I just
1: got hit because, you know, I look up stuff on my phone. So it 10-year family estate. Absolutely fantastic. Hey, we got some for you. We're, we're letting you know. $1,500 a bottle. And I'm like, no. No, thank you. It's not my thing. But that, to me, when I drank it, I first had it down at... Um, Bellwether, I told Janine, I'm like, man, I don't, I don't drink a lot of bourbons that have like Stag Jr. They have that. Um, um, I'm trying to think of it. Um, I can't come up with the word, but it's layered. There's a lot of richness. It's a, a beautiful richness of a lot of layered flavors that you are getting right off the bat that bottle had so many flavors in it, I would have put a drop or two of water to open those flavors up even more. I knew it was special. And I would say that that 10-year family estate would compete with anything in the Pappy line. And Pappy, that's not too hard to beat. I think the Helen Fitzgerald line um, put up against them would probably beat them. I mean, they're a lot of hype more than they are substance. But this 10 year was really good. But 1,500, I just think that's stretching it. But there's a market for it. Right. Just like we're talking about in humidors, like, hey, my partner told me this was a great beer, boom, or a great uh, bourbon from Willet, 10 year, boom, we're getting it. Right. We're, yeah. Give us two of them. We got a lot of high-end partners. You're talking guys that come into companies that are going to make them um, millions. Like, Yeah, give him a $1,400 bottle of Willow, whatever the fuck he wants. Right. There's definitely a market for it. Probably not for us. Although you never know, you know, a squirrel can find, you know, a blind one can Mm. find a nut once in a while. So maybe you find one or get a chance to taste some of that stuff because it is good. Um, But yeah, I get it. But some of it's crazy. What was the... Rip Van Winkle with a watch and whatever's like $8,000. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, no, that was that... Was it 8000 No, 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 no. It was 22, I think. It was 20... What the hell was it? A 25-year Rip Van Winkle that now, had a watch with it. Now, a lot
1: of those are given to... They make so many of them. Let's say they do 15 of those and they um, tag markets and they're like, listen this is available to you for charity like we want this in a like you got multi-millionaire partner we want this to be auctioned off uh, to a big ass number to help a charity mm. and that's pretty damn cool
0: that buffalo trace would put shit out like that i think that's yeah, fucking amazing i like that idea throwing it up and 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 raffling it out or 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 auctioning it i guess you know i get that idea uh, it's, just, it's just overall. We'll shut this side of the conversation down, But overall, it's just crazy. You don't think about it, right? You you go in and everyone's got their limit as to what they'll uh, afford or what they'll afford to themselves when it comes to the cigar, or the accessory, or the humidor, or this or that. And sometimes it just shocks me that you see that kind of thing, man. And, and I also forget that there's people that have nine Bentleys in their garage and they ride horses to the gas station. Why? Because they fucking have them, you know. So you know, I get that but so what uh what'd you pour here cowboy oh
1: okay yeah this is the 1792 we've had it on the show before um this 1790 1792 full proof which full proof over the last probably four years has been close if not the whiskey of the year or bourbon of the year and um This is a a pick from the Chicks down in, um, called the Chicks. Yeah. It's called the Chicks pick. Oh shit. And I think it's the
0: Cass,
1: um, liquor and wine cask and down in, um, (laughs) Cape Cape Girada, Cape Girada. Yeah. Why are, I mean, why did that get on Prevagen or some shit? I don't know. I just think it's when we, we're going, whatever, it's like I can't pull yeah. it as fast as possible. But yeah, this is a Cape Girada 79. In 1792 foolproof, come on. Yeah, no matter yeah. what it is, you can't beat it. It's That whole line is great. Now, in saying that, the bottle and bond, I think, out of all the bottle and bonds I've ever had, is a little weak. I just threw it out there. Because I think it's a little weak. I thought it would be a stronger bottle and and bond for that 1792. And I don't think it's that good. Now, I haven't had this year's. I mean, obviously, they do it every year. So, I mean, it could change. It could be much better this year.
0: Right. So, what do we, overall, so far, what do you think of the cigar?
1: Well, I think the flavors for me... um, I've had them before, but it's kind of like um, the spices that are coming up through my retro are just awesome, like super spicy, almost like a baker's spice. Um, I wish I had some Skittles.
2: <laughs> yellow Skittles.
1: I know. I'm going to And say... I'm asking, Jink, do you have yellow, like Starburst? Off. Or Skittles. I'm trying to find anything yellow. Off the, the, the yeah. yellow. Yeah, oh she, have you looked at, okay, she yeah. has. <laughs> anyway, we'll find some. But no, I get this. This is kind of a, I see why you say it. It's kind of like a baker's burst of like a little spices. It's almost like a cool oven of some really amazing
2: um, But do you see where I, like, no yeah. bourbons like jump out that you'd want to really pair right away with it? At least I even smoking. This is my 3rd one of, fourth one, fourth one I've smoked. Being a
0: hundred percent honest, smoking this right now. Like one thing I like about the cigar is I can just smoke it, and it's it's a good cigar all the way around. I keep thinking about banana bread,
2: <laughs> right? Like, like you want like a sweetness, like uh, <clears throat> the so bourbons it's are it's great. Weird.
0: It's
1: it's kind of a dry Mellor's bakers, which is that's what I'm getting. Yeah, when you have baked goods. Um, it's not salt, right? Salt you always want sweet, but even a baker's, you want to follow that up because we're donut people, so we get the the baker right. This is the bake, and then we want the sweet after. It. Yeah. And I think that's maybe what we're getting
0: at. It does. It's just it's got a presence that. It, don't be wrong. The bourbons are they're great with it, but I I can see it. I can understand. There's like ginger. Maybe like,
1: God, you just—I don't even know where you came out with. No, like gingerbread cookie
0: is what I'm talking about. Like again, the baking kind of thing. But I, I keep thinking fucking banana bread. Like that's what I'm clicking. It just—it's dry, but it's sweet, but it's—but when it comes to the cigar, you can just smoke the cigar. It's—it's not there's no complication to it. It tastes great. Mm -hmm. It smokes great. So
1: have we talked about what the blend, binder, and all the? Cover all that. Wrap so all that it stuff.
2: is. Uh, it doesn't say a lot. It's a broadleaf wrapper, Ecuadorian binder, Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. That's all it says. I really. So think... so let me give let me read the tasting notes.
0: Oh yeah, here okay. we okay. go. This here's is the go tasting notes. We're far enough in it, so right.
2: Okay. Uh, gingerbread cookie on the inhale. Cold draw oh, introduces salt. hints of cherry cola and pine. Um, bright- cherry, hang on, cherry cola. I didn't. I never got it. Like a a cherry coke.
0: Right. I never got it. Okay, that's why you don't put taste notes on a box.
2: Right. But bright flavors throughout give away a brown sugar and nutmeg. Bullshit. D- Dude, you nailed the baking spices. Exactly. Brown I know, sugar what and nutmeg. That's like, exactly what. First,
1: you- the tasty note I would say would be a red striped licorice. <laughs> No, come
2: he's like, he's no, pining on the chair. I, no, I know, the, I know.
0: These some of them are ridiculous. Yeah, some of them are ridiculous, like, right? But hey, can we can we for a second, like but round you of applause? Hey, but, you you like, but legit, you were like with some ginger, corn, right? Yeah. Like Whoa. ginger. But round of applause, you nailed fucking baking spices. Yeah, brown sugar brown and what? Brown sugar and nut nutmeg.
1: nutmeg. Shut up. Golf clock. Come on, you know I'm
0: good. <laughs> Shut up! Girl, Wait, keep going. You coming, know it's true.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that cherry coke. Yeah, I never got that. We never ever got talked to got somebody about off, that one. Right? No, right. but, but everything so else. Pepsi or coke? But everything else. like Good point. Really, he said
1: cola. He said okay, cola. Pepsi, Pepsi or I don't coke? Drink a lot RC of, cola. But, I do Pepsi cherry. <laughs> RC. That's where it's I get a seven ounce once in a while. <laughs> go long soda. RC cola. Mm. I seems like, I'm trying to, I need three yellow Starbursts. <laughs> or Skittles.
2: Or Skittles. Elevate your smoking ritual with Woodworks Custom Exotic Wood Ashtrays. Crafted to perfection, each ashtray tells a unique story of luxury and sophistication. Experience the artistry of exotic woods tailored to your taste. Discover yours today. Visit woodworks.co or... Instagram at Woodworks underscore STL. Ignite elegance with every ash. I was
1: gonna say it's a very consistent cigar and then oh, Mr. I remember the first time I was with Mark on a podcast or a YouTube thing. He got me other So what do you think of this cigar, Hodge? And uh, I'm like He said consistent well, like twelve I think times. it really has some consistency to it and I was already lit up. And I'm like, no. what? He goes, You gotta break your cherry anyway. I'm like, bro. I've already, you know, I come down there on Thursdays. He I, did this. He, know, went, he went, what? I, what? I am lit up already. Like, get in here, bro. You break your chain. It's so like, well, the consistency of it's very good. And then that was no, it. I, there was one the sentence. The was like what? the cast, it was like, how's the consistency? There was
0: one sentence. He's like, you know, good. if you smoke this constantly, it's consistently going to be consistent. And I think that makes it a good cigar. <laughs> I'm like, so how's the consistency? <laughs> <laughs> And I wasn't even doing any gummies right anything. Yeah, he was like, "What?" I was like, I probably had two or
1: three drinks or whatever, and I was like, oh, I, was like I don't know, it's the best I can do, whatever." Yeah, anyway, it was it was no, a lot this of fun.
0: uh, this is a great, a great cigar. And like I said, it, we were, we were in the kind of, the, we took a quick break real quick, but I said this, and I, and I want to say it into the mic. I don't. This is, it sounds bad when you say it, but I it said it's a mindless cigar. What I mean by that is, you can just smoke it. Enjoy conversation, pair around with it, and there's nothing about the cigar that's gonna that's gonna hit you, right? You know, you know, every now and then you're smoking a fuller body, full strength cigar, and you, you like maybe you finally hit that Lajero. and it's like, <laughs> oh, didn't mean to do that, sorry. But here's a you question know. I have: I have
1: smoked a lot of Nicaraguan, uh, and then like this one, there's I smoke them, and there's something that comes up in the draw, and this one has a little Dominican in it. And I'm always wondering, is it that little Dominican that's in that filler that draws something? I, I don't know what it is about that Dominican-Nicaraguan blend and how that hits you. Um, for me, it's almost like, I always like, is that more vintage? I, I don't know. It's just got something, a little diff- different pull on it. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Okay. That's, that's honest. That's
0: honest. <laughs> I don't, because I, I think, I, mean, I don't know. I think what he's, what he's saying is he, primarily, you know, that's what we smoke. is I Nicaragua. have recognizable right,
1: right. when I smoke these very, well, a lot, I mean, how can you not? But when I hear about it, it's like, yeah, there's a little Dominican in there. And I'm like, but it's I'm not a big Dominican guy, but I, there is just something a little different. And I think when I get out of a Nicaraguan, of you know, Puro
0: and I, taste that I think it's that Dominican well I guess what it, I guess what he's he saying is is there's something special like do you know is there something special about the blend when you migrate that Dominican in with the Nicaraguan that's going to create that
2: but that's only in the
0: combustion. Filler, right? yeah so the, but I the combustion is so going to come through to feed the burn right so I mean you but you're not
2: getting you're not getting tons and tons of flavor out of that Nic- that Dominican though being in the filler like that Other the retrohale you're not
0: Oh, and the flavor. So it's the Broadleaf and the Binder that are doing... Which are the...
2: It's Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian. So the Broadleaf wrapper, Ecuadorian... Or, yeah, Ecuadorian binder. That's where you're getting more of the of huh. the flavor profile. I mean, I don't know. I, I, let me put it this way. My palate isn't great enough to pick up that the N- Dominican would be in the filler. You know oh, what I mean?
0: no. Like, I don't think... I'm not saying... I know he's not saying that either. I think what he's what he's saying is... I say this a lot. There's not many Dominican cigars out there, like primarily Dominican cigars that I go nuts over. I can speak for him. He goes nuts over. Well, because but we have such a similar palate of right. what we like oh, coming definitely out more of Nicaraguan this. heavy. Oh yeah. So th- sure. this is definitely more unique because one thing that I find and, and in and I'm Dominican tobacco like I really kind of enjoy in this one, but what I don't I find Dominican tobaccos, that's where I find a lot of the 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 wet flower, the grassiness, the right. that candela shit but right. inside Dominican tobacco, right? That's right. what I find. But in this I think I guess I, what I guess what he's asking is is there some kind of age inspired to it because I can see that the cigar does smoke. It it's <laughs> the cigar smokes as if it's older, like it's mellowed down. But again, it's so easy to smoke. The flavors are that's, so that's that's kind of right because They're, I do get a a banana very good bread. Smell of, but
2: let's also look back, mellow like,
0: baker
1: bunch or something on like,
2: this. And I don't know the answer to this. Maybe I should, but I don't. But when did when did CAO start? Mid nineties, early 90s? ninety six, right? War. So four, so three, this was the second blend that they ever came up with. Oh, right. So we're also spoke- oh, you So didn't we're say talking that. about so a we're also-
1: reblend of something very early,
2: right? So this is this is more along the lines of what. The profiles were smoking. Oh, okay. So I got early on yeah, yeah, mid yeah. '90s. Yeah. Boom. boom. So, there we go. Figured out. Right. Mind blown. So you got to think back to the mid '90s, like the Nicaraguan boom really hasn't really happened. No yet. sir. Right. So, I mean, we aren't we aren't looking at that heavy Nicaraguan profile.
0: Right. Mm.
2: So yeah, I think you that know, have, now that did you think everything.
0: about that. No, I think it really does when you think about. It. And you know what? This might be the first time. I mean, let's be honest. Can you remember the cigar you smoked in 1998, what it tasted like and how you felt? No. Okay, let's just go ahead and leave with that. But in retrospect, right, nuance vibe, because that's what cigar the nuance vibe. This may be one of the first cigars that I think I've smoked that can honestly play into that feeling. It smokes as if it may be 20 years old. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas you get things that that like rec- I'll use one of my favorites all the time. 2014 Las Calaveras La Imperiosa supposed to be the same cigar recreated. When I smoke La Imperiosa, I don't. It doesn't taste like what I remember 14 Las Calaveras tasting like.
2: Right. Let's you know go, what I mean? Let's go the same way. Go back to 2010 Liga Number Nines. Yeah. Versus now. Versus now.
0: Yeah. That's why T52 is better.
2: Even, even T52 in 2010 right. to T52 now. It's the same blend, yeah. right? But it's not even in right. the same ballpark.
1: And But shouldn't it all be different anyway? I yeah, mean, absolutely. You know, so, Hodge, think you. about it's for like your birthday. we do, I, I say the same thing about bourbon. They make, that's this year's, whether it's a standard that comes out every year, it's different every year. They're not like that's not out of the same barrel for 10 years. They're right there. Everything's a little different. And it's like cigars, e- even the individual cigar could be a little different. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I told somebody the other day there was like, it, it, what would this cigar cost? They're like, probably $15. And they're like, well, that seems like a lot. And he says, it does seem like a lot. But have you ever had anybody explain the value of what that fifteen dollars is getting you because when you consider from start to finish, seed to farm and everything that goes through to make that hand rolled cigar, which I always laugh when somebody says, We sell hand rolled cigars. Oh okay. So now you're smoking it for fifteen dollars. I mean there's a lot that goes fucking on to get that fifteen dollar cigar to you. Right. Yeah. And it's amazing. I mean if people understand the value i think they're willing to spend more money yeah and i don't think that enough salespeople in general because i'm a salesman um at least that's how i've been successful is explaining the value of what they're getting rather than just tell you this is what
0: you need to spend to get it right well so let me tie this 100 you know, and i'm going to lean right. into what you just said i'm going to use you as an example and throw it to Rusty, and, and we can all talk about this, As I've been there, and you just did it recently, and you do it every day. You were at Outlaw Brewery in Kansas City this past yeah. weekend, and you had an opportunity where you were sitting with the guys managing the humidor, and no one's there, and you pulled out Craft Imperial cigars, and you got to sit down and smoke them with them when they weren't busy. Yeah. You got to explain all about it. You got to talk about it. You got to present yourself to it. Do you think that changed the experience and understanding? Absolutely. Okay. So one of the biggest things that I did anytime I've worked a humidor is I always wanted to know what you liked first and most importantly, what don't you smoke? I wanted to know what you didn't smoke because then my dirty little secret is I'm going to get you to smoke what you didn't like because maybe you just thought about it the wrong way or maybe you had a bad experience with it or maybe you didn't get into it. Now on the other side of the spectrum, then I kind kind of toss this around and talk about it. You being the master, super space force astronaut salesman, world leader of wow, General Scar Company available. in the Midwest. In the,
2: only in the Midwest. Only in the Midwest, though. So yes. just like you know, Kansas, Missouri, Missouri Nebraska. Nebraska, whatever.
0: Fine. Right. Uh, only here though. There's like others, but correct. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. We'll, we'll put it. We'll we'll write your congressman. Aster. Um. <laughs> <Astrid>. <laughs> but uh, you have to do it. You go into a new account. Um, and you still open new accounts. It happens. Yeah. And you've got to go in there with a pamphlet or a designed presentation without a computer, your hands, what you have. And you've got, how many, what, 12? Sure. Right. Something, I whatever. Mean, a ton. A right. ton. What do you think, again, it, it makes it that much better when, look, there's always gonna be something for, like you said earlier, you find a good bourbon, you tell your buddy, he's gonna go get it, right? We sit down. I hand you a cigar. You're like, oh shit, that's. I'm gonna pick some up next time I have them, right? But doesn't it, isn't it more interesting when, like, you sat down when you get to sit down. You were sitting at a couple accounts today doing your 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 run, right? How much more beneficial was that to the product than the buddy picking one up and giving it to his friend?
1: It's way more beneficial.
0: Or was it? Or was it? Let's talk that way. It is for sure.
2: For sure, because we all know as you guys have launched Crap and Puro. Um, getting getting your cigar into places isn't as easy as just walking up saying, hey, oh, I, I have my own cigar line. Do you want to carry it? Right? You <laughs> they say it like that, they go, <laughs> yeah, they laugh. And at it, it doesn't <laughs> even matter if they're really, I mean, really good. It don't doesn't matter. matter. Right? So we all know, and, it, and that's where my side of the business is, that it all stems from the relationship that I build. Right? Absolutely. If I walk in and I spend five minutes with an account and that's all the time I give them, I'm only going to get five minutes worth of value from them back to me. Right. Right? Going in, spending time, talking to them, answering a thousand questions that I hear every day, right, from 20 different people. Um, It's so monotonous, but to them, they're important questions they want to know about my product. Right? So the more time that I spend, I build that relationship, I, I build their trust in me that I'm there for the benefit of them. Right. That's, that's how I grow my business. Right. But I also rely on the fact that we have a really long standing reputation in the business. Yes. Hell right. Yeah. Like there's a reason why we are the largest cigar company, STG. Yes. Right. There's a reason why we acquire smaller brands to continue to build our portfolio. Yes. Right, so the that has a lot of weight when it comes to, um, you know, the the trust that they have in me. But they also have to. I'm selling myself a lot more times than I'm selling the cigar. Yes. Well, because
0: right. you're you're the face of it before the consumer gets a chance to try it. If right. If you walk in and you're a dick. <laughs> right. And the owner goes, no, uh, consumer's not trying that cigar there. Right. 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 But for the moment, like for Cowboy, for you, you were sitting up there at Outlaw, and you sat down with those guys. You got them having some drinks and smoking cigars and running through them. Now the next time Craft and Puros mentioned to them, oh yeah, I was sitting down with, with one of the owners and and, and. I think it's the the reason
1: that works is exactly what he just said. You have to tell a story and. Listen, it's like Booker's. We like Booker's because there's a story. Every Booker bottles has a story, and it's like when I got to sit down and talk about the Cyclops. When I said, "Well, listen, you should start from the beginning, the Cyclops," and I told him the whole story, and I was excited about telling him. And I was like, you know, there's some Pennsylvania Herrera in here, and I mean, if you look at all these other different cigars in here, I think one of the key factors. Blah 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 this is something that's a little different and when he smoked to he's like bro you're you just had some quality time and told them a story and then also you have to sell yourself you know as like listen man i'm gonna sit down here for a bit and i'm gonna tell you a story about our cigar line which you should and a story behind anything makes it better you can look at everything that's sold that's the way it's done okay no. so
2: let me oh, go ahead go ahead Look, I don't know, <clears throat> I, I truly don't know how a hundred percent accurate it is, but the story that we've all heard with the CAO Amazon series, where we went down and found this tribe in the Brazilian rainforest. And somehow
0: didn't get speared to death. And we didn't yeah. get
2: speared, but we traded them cattle for the tobacco and we brought the tobacco out on a raft up the up the Amazon river. If it's 100% correct, that's one of the coolest can stories I remember. Can heard I now. translate that real and quick? And listen, sure. I
1: don't even mind that you guys you had to fight off a few raptors right. or whatever, but you got the me, product and I smoked <laughs> it and I was like, this shit is good. Is legit. Let me let me
0: translate that story real quick. So we pulled in, we saw some <laughs> tobacco, we bought it, we sent in some Omaha steaks, then we took the yacht back up to the Riviera.
2: And then uh, cigars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It translated. <laughs> right. But in all honesty, though, it, like if if even a fraction of that is actually true, where we where we found these you know Brazilian this Brazilian tribe that had tobacco that we it's really romantic. wanted. It's romantic. Right. It is. Yeah. If, if that alone is true, that we found this and we we didn't trade them cattle and we gave them money and we didn't take it up the Amazon on a raft and we literally just drove a truck in to get it. Right. Right. If even a fraction of it is true, it's still kind of a a great fucking story. It it's is. The, it's the best story. And nobody
1: right? would, I would not like, I don't give a fuck. I just love the story. Right. And, by the way, I love the fucking cigar. Yeah,
2: proof's in the pudding, dude. we all go fishing, we don't catch fish. Now, if pudding, right? your, no, your dude, story right.
1: was good, dude. but the product was shit, it don't mean nothing.
0: You meet a girl the first time. Your dick's not this big. It's like, girl, I'll string with this is six
2: you. inches. You. This is six inches. You're like, honey, I'd, yeah. I will scramble but that's your that's true own about life. everything,
1: right? Even if you look at the voice in the music right, right now, like American Idol had a great, they did a good run, but The Voice how do we spends the a voice? lot of time on these singers telling their like heartbreaking stories and how they got there. So you're already but like, very be... sympathetic to the the singers. They, they sound good. And you know well, this. Hang on, hang on. Wouldn't it be more like, fun? Ooh.
0: Wouldn't it be more fun if they told their sad story and they sucked? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it'd be so they, much more fun. That would make for a bad show. No, they'd right. all get voted in. They'd right. all get voted
1: in. Right. <laughs> but either way, the story is a very important part of any communication since the get-go.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I, I I I dig it. So yeah. Um. And by the way, I love that. Look at Amazon. That's another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're coming in to the, well, we're in the holiday season. Thanksgiving is next week. Literally a week from today. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's oh, no shit. Yeah, it's Thursday. It's yeah. So, what,
2: uh, what are you having for Thanksgiving? So, for the past two years, um, our daughter and son-in-law have hosted Thanksgiving at their house, and it's been absolutely fantastic because...
0: And you're in Kansas, we're, right? We're in
2: Kansas. Yeah, okay. we're in Kansas City, but we're on the Kansas side. What's your social scared of your address? What? Oh,
0: okay. We're not there yet. We'll get there. No, we'll not there. there. We'll get there. Um,
2: <laughs> so the last couple of years have been fantastic. The wife and I, we make a dish. We go over. They did the turkey and the stuffing and the taters and, and all that stuff. We eat, and I literally go home. Like, there's no cleanup. There's no nothing, right? We've been spoiled for the last couple of years. Well, they had they had a baby this year, right? So we've got our granddaughter now, and anybody that's got a six-month-old knows that your house is like a war zone right on a daily basis absolutely so they asked us this year hey can you guys host thanksgiving again for sure 100 percent well about two weeks ago our dishwasher stopped working oh right and so i told the wife i said hey look they're about 400 bucks let's just go buy a new dishwasher let's be done with it she's like no i really think we can get this one fixed probably for cheaper and i was like Uh all right i'll tell you i'll make a deal it's on you you find a repairman, you you schedule them to come out, fix it, blah, blah blah. It's all on you, right? In the meantime, you're washing dishes. I'm willing to spend 400 bucks buying a new dishwasher. You want to wait it out? Dishes are on you, oh, right? Shit. So, let's fast forward to the kids asking if we can host Thanksgiving, right? The wife is like, I don't want to wash all those fucking dishes, <laughs> right? So last week we took our anniversary trip down to Hollister, Missouri, so just south of Branson. And the last morning we were there, we're getting ready to head home, and we decided to go to Bob Evans for breakfast, right? Nice. Right there at the table, they have this advertising about Bob Evans catering your Thanksgiving meal. So we take a look at it. And it up. Shut up. So we t- we take a look at it. and he talking to his Apple Watch. Right? And uh, <laughs> for, it feeds up to 10 people. So in my family, that's like six because of how much I eat, mm-hmm. right? But it's turkey, ham. Mashed potatoes, stuffing, green beans, rolls, banana bread, uh, apple pie, pumpkin pie, for 150 bucks.
0: Holy shit, that's a deal.
2: That's a deal. Hell yeah.
0: Cheaper than a fucking turkey. So I said,
2: I said to the wife, I said we were gonna spend because we were gonna do the turkey, the stuffing, and the mashed potatoes. I'm surprised you're not egging a turkey, dude. No. So, (laughs) (laughs) so not when I can get it from Bob Evans already. Hell yeah, for $150, right? bucks, 150 that's bucks. a steal. I, I said, think. we're going to spend $100 Put on it. on the egg anyway. <laughs> I right, probably should. We're going we're gonna to spend $100 in just food alone, and then how much is our time worth? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we said to the kids, we said, look, we'll pay for 100 of it. You guys split the rest. And I think with tax, it was like $167. Right. So they're paying $33.50, whatever, right? But we're doing that. So we pick it up Wednesday at like 5 o'clock, and we just have to reheat it Thursday morning beautiful I mean it's fantastic and that way we don't have to worry about a ton of dishes you know the kids will come over we'll have the grandbaby over um, and it's just a, it'll be a good time to to uh, just spend with the family and not worry about cooking cleaning and 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 doing all that so that's plus,
1: fantastic
2: plus you know Mark I already told Mark but you know we we, we finally got a hot tub right oh. so we got we got our hot tub delivered last week got it hooked up over the weekend. Um so we told the kids to bring the bathing suits over, you know, we'll it's big enough for us to, to relax and so um so yeah, we'll we'll have good food and relax in a hot tub and That's awesome, And man. just enjoy the family. So
1: Yeah, I'm not a big hot tub gal, but my or guy but she she wanted it blah blah blah. And I dip in there and it's nice on I'm, I'm not a big it's got to be damn chilly-willy for me to get into the damn thing, but right. it's nice. I got to agree, but she loves it, and she's just getting over cancer, so I got her the orthopedic with all the things, and she can get in there throw the lid over and get in, so it works out pretty damn good. But yeah, the hot tubs are good, so you only had yours for a week. I've been in it once. Nice.
2: So the wife's been in it every night since we've got it open, and I've been in it once.
1: Right. So well, it's a pretty nice deal. I yeah, so back. we're
2: we're excited to have that and have the family over, relax in the hot tub, eat some good food. So,
1: and then this guy is going to the Keys as, as are, always. So sure. we're hoping to do a little spot with me and him. Uh, while yeah, we're gonna he's do a little there. pop-up yeah. podcast
0: from the pool, probably. I think we'll do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, no, I'm surf and turf. That's Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what I'm
2: doing.
0: Five-pound lobster. Uh, I know every year they.
1: Thanksgiving. Every day is good a trip. Yeah.
0: This is what yeah. year number what nine nine for me nice eleven overall but um yeah no I'm Thanksgiving's fun I think Thanksgiving's one of the like largest cigar holidays next to Fourth of July oh I, I did think. not know that you think yeah well because it's it's let's let's look let's understand there's a reason that the fourth quarter in the alcohol and tobacco industry is the fucking moneymaker of the year. (laughs) Um, Because think about, think about this for a second. When you look at holidays, right? Holidays are pretty sporadic throughout the year, like real holidays. Um, But then after Halloween, in a 60 day period, 61 day period, you've got Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year. So you have like a three-week break, Thanksgiving,
2: mm-hmm.
0: three-week break, Christmas, five-day break, New Year. Right. Right? Bang, 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 bang. How many people have you met that have family come in and family stays from... Dude, I talked to a guy today. His in-laws fly in on the 23rd, and they don't leave till the 26th of December. That's what they do. Yeah. That's their thing. They've done it since they were... Kids, whatever, it's on Prime. It's Thursday Night Football, it's on Prime.
1: Yeah, I know, but this is Spectrum. I should have whatever mm-hmm. I want.
0: Oh, unless you got the sports thing, then you have it. Yeah, I've got everything. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's a lot of family together. It's a lot of time where you get to spend those intimates with dad, son, son-in-law, daughter-in-law. Right. Uh, in-laws, this and the, You know, the whole the whole thing. It's like that time of year. And let's face you know? it, the last
2: couple of years, in all honesty, here in Kansas City, in the Midwest at least, you don't understand because you're in the Keys, but we've actually had really good weather for yeah. the, for Thanksgiving. I have really good weather, too. I know you do. Yeah. But we've had really good weather for Thanksgiving oh, yeah, right the last on couple years. Day. So, you know, it's one of those things where... It's not that like you know, I'm from, you know, the East Coast, Pennsylvania, Thanksgiving. It's brutal cold every year. You know what I mean? And it's like you literally go to a family member's house, you're locked inside all day, you eat, watch football, and you go home. Yeah. Whereas here the last couple of years we've been able to go outside and, and you know, and do some of have that more, fun jam. have more fun family time. So Would you like to try some of the like seventeen ninety two? I'm not a seventeen ninety two fan. Okay, well then we're gonna go to this. To Heavenly Hill. Heavens Hill. Do you have any of this? I don't. I think I have one time. Oh, well, but one more.
0: I have something for you.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: ah, so yeah, no, I agree, man. I mean, we talk a lot. We we joke about, you know, I, on the <clears throat> the Halloween episode, I, I made this joke. I was like, you know, the hardest. Somebody asked me a question, and I won't draw this out again because you guys have heard this three times now. But normally, when you get a cigar question, you know, we've been in this industry long enough. We can kind of bang off that quick response, right? And somebody said to me, like, we got this message on our Instagram. They were like, uh, so you're going to a Halloween party and you want to bring Halloween-themed cigars. What do you buy? And I, I went to type and I went, uh, oh, shit. Um, uh, <laughs> unless you got a stash of monsters or right. you're fucking buying crafting Impero. So you're kind of, I don't know. I have no idea. The one cigar I said I was like, go buy Macanudo and, and Sprado Orange Label. It's orange. It's I love it. Halloween. I was like, totally I was like, oh shit, dude. Like, there's, think about every other holiday, right? Every holiday, uh, it's October. Fuente does rare pink, right? I get that. The time, you, you get that. Uh, Fourth of July, Cao's got America. America. Um, St. Patrick's Day, the the hooligan, or the uh, filthy hooligan, filthy hooligan comes out. Um uh, Christmas, you get the baubles from, uh, uh, who is that? Um, principal, you get, uh, you get a bunch, a bunch of the holidays deliver different cigars. And one of the things about Thanksgiving and Christmas is every cigar is a gift on those days that so you can smoke whatever you want, you know? And, and I, Christmas is the, the time that we're all, all around, like the family stuff happens. And that's always really cool because you go outside and you have, you have a cigar and you don't have to work for it. Like, there's no holiday in, in styled into it. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. We are hunting for the Viaje stuff um, to do the holiday things. Just go right here. Let's cheers it up. And then I want you to talk about that a little bit. You know, we've done it over and over, but Rusty hasn't had it. And if you would, will you tell the backstory on that? Yeah. Okay. So let's cheers this, guys.
1: This is hey, our next pour. Okay, cool. yeah,
0: I just poured it for him. There you go. Cheers.
1: So this um, Heaven Hill seven year bottle and bond um, that we're having right now um, is the um, final production from a Prelude, which was a six year white label. That we've talked about, probably my favorite bourbon of all times that me and Mark met on. It's just a white label with green letters. It was our first date. Six year. Um, and now, he bought drinks. unbelievably, yeah, they are <laughs> just the saturating the market with this right now. There's a lot of this in St. Louis. And you can get it from anywhere. I, I would say the average price is around $38, $39 yep. right now in St. Louis. And for the guys that I've always talked to about bottle and bond, this is probably um, you know what I'm telling you, you should buy a couple of bottles. but spend it, put man. one back, because who knows when the allocation that they're giving us right now is this great. They're they're kind of, you know, just
0: they're forcing it out. I mean, man, George there's is a weird, lot yeah. of
1: cases in well, St. Louis right now. But I'm saying. Don't look at that like they got a lot. Put some bottles away because this is a great bourbon for that kind of money. Anyway. So
0: with that said, we wanted to pour this, and the cowboy and I talked about this. The last time It Rusty was on the podcast, he came cruising up with a bottle that we share and we have, and it completes some of our collection. So we thought it was only kind of right that you'll have to with a bottle. Oh,
2: thanks, guys. Beautiful. Yeah. If you don't remember, it was the blood oath. It was the blood oath. Let's not. Let's not. Oh, apples and oranges, okay? Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. Let's. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Just know what yeah. I contribute to this, mother. not <laughs> this motherfucker. Not to mention. In case is, you forgot. Okay. No, no, not you, the, the no, no, listeners. No, no, no. But I will say,
1: I, I don't forget shit. He also brought us some fucking stellar shit when we were out in Weston, and we had the Pickup Truck podcast. Yeah, right. It was the best ever. It was one of the best days. Yeah. And you brought us some other stuff. Starlight. Yes. And, <laughs> and then the chin good, diaper.
0: Right. Uh, no, the, um, oh, that was Starlight. What was the picture on the back? It was the chick with the double. The chick with the, the, double, chick with the, the yeah. Yeah, the I was actually right. in yeah. my Let's Blood
1: collection looking, and I'm like, okay, I got it. I got eight. I'm like, well, oh, I'm missing nine. And I'm like, Whoa, isn't that nine that we had that Europe. you brought him and gifted him that? And I'm like, it was delicious. Yep. Yeah.
0: That is now our Super Bowl it's bottle. It's so damn hard to get. We're only to be drank on Super Bowl. Yes. As long as the Chiefs are playing, we don't give a shit if they're not playing. So, but, um, well, yeah, so future Super Bowl next Monday night, 730
1: in St. Louis, Yep. 830 and the in the Keys, Eagles
0: and Chiefs. I'll be right here. No, it's, it's be in like, awesome. It's well, Monday. Yeah, it's like four days. Uh, Monday night. Well, football. it's next week, dude. That's next week. Yeah,
2: yeah but you won't be in the keys sure. on Monday. Yeah, yeah well, I leave be. Saturday. Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. I thought he was leaving a little late. Yeah, I thought, I he was, like, leaving I thought leaving he'd leave that like, like Tuesday. Saturday, sure. Saturday. Right. Well, I figured Damn. Thursday. Baller. Well, I get it. Anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this
1: cigar us, is us like a... Peasants
2: uh, will be working, dude. right, Hodge?
1: Really nice. Bakers,
0: are you done? I almost want to I'm say saying, bakers. You know, lunch. dude, a huge
2: cowboy, punch. you nailed it's it. Like the fucking box says nutmeg and brown, brown, brown sugar. sugar. Two of the main baking ingredients on anything you make. You go to a bakery and take away those two things, they close. You get flour. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? This is a flour Danish. It's a flou- it's all flour. It's flour. Is that sugar? No. No. <laughs> flour. Flour. All
0: right. So what? Um. A little different way from cigars, real quick. Hey, did you, by the way, I want to talk, speaking of cigars, did you watch Stallone's thing on Netflix? I did. did. Right? Yeah. Yes. Kind of a sob, huh? Yeah. Kind of a whiny little shit. Yes. Well, yeah. I think he... Uh, uh, Rocky's not romantic.
1: <laughs> no, I think he is, uh...
0: Schwarzenegger wins, is all I'm saying. <laughs> He's in his house, petting his goats, smoking. And moving out. And and Sly's like, I gotta move to Florida because of my creativity. Like, you just want to pay California taxes, bro. Say it. (laughs)
1: Get out. Okay. Oh, so he's moving to Florida. I Mm -hmm. missed that. But they're they're packing it all up, and I don't know. It's kind of like... You can't tell
2: me they got all this good stuff in that little moving van they had out there. (laughs) Like... I kind of got feeling it was Zombie. kind of a,
1: <laughs> a wimpy little uh, and the guys narrated got... <clears throat> about his career and whatever. Like, he was a little salty about how everybody treated him. And I'm like, how can you be salty, dude? You're number one. What, what the hell? After watching that, no. I'm how do you be salty? And even, you know, um, yeah, he is amazing. I and mean, That's a bad um, I was actually pretty punch drunk, Rocky, right there. That was pretty good. Yeah, well, Rocky, but I was trying to do um,
2: <clears throat> Schwarzenegger.
1: Yeah, Schwarzenegger. But you know, even he says like he created they they Rocky cigars. He created um, Rambo. Rambo, and now he's got the Expendables. And not only does he have the Expendables, which is now <laughs> he's got this Tulsa King, which I watched the first series. Tulsa King's that was pretty fucking and perfect. I fucking, Tulsa the, comedic, King's pretty solid. the comedic level for him, which I've never kind of seen too much, it's spot on, man. It's yeah. great. It's entertaining. It's fun as hell. Yeah. And whatever. I think, I think he's got a good get going there. That's the best so thing he's So how ever done. you recreate yourself through your years for those guys who are entertainers, I think is, is pretty damn cool. And, you know, and still, uh, Schwarzenegger's got Fubar. And he's doing it, but and then he had his Netflix special, right? Those two have always been competitors, but I don't I'm just know, gonna man. say I think they're if, both great. If we're measuring
0: them. Netflix specials, Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger is way definitely.
2: Yeah, Netflix special, Schwarzenegger took it. Definitely. Stallone's stand there like this, like,
1: oh man. Let me get some tapes out. And he's got an old tape
2: recorder. But that's I actually mean, really, that's, that's really unique. cool. Though. Yeah. And you yeah. can't fake that. No. You can't fake that. But I mean, yeah. that's really, that's really something special that obviously I never knew. But think back, like that was, he did that all the way back in the 70s, right? I well, didn't he know was, he
1: was such a, I guess I always knew he wrote Rocky. Right. But I didn't know he was that indulged in writing. I didn't know he was that creative. That is know. his
2: vain love, is writing. I want to know how many times did he get punched in the head to write Rocky V.
0: Oh, he didn't get punched in the head. He got hit in the back of the head with a second. And then, money. you
2: know, he kind of tries
0: to explain but all Rocky that shit, five too. Because like, he, he knows we could the do without Rocky about it. Two. We could do without no, I know. everything. after. And I'm being pure. The one thing I agree with. Now, I am thankful for Rocky II. I did like Rocky II. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool dual movie set. But I agree with him. The one thing I agree with, I'm joking he's sappy and soppy, right? But the one thing I agree with is I've always thought that Rocky was a standalone movie. Rocky. Sure. It's fucking Rocky. Rocky 2, solid. 3, I I'm a Drago. Yeah, but cool. you can't knock go. it out of the park Good to go. Time. But, but then you come back to like... Balboa. Balboa. That's an amazing great movie. Great movie, right? You've seen Balboa, yeah. An amazing Rocky movie, but then you got the Creed movies, and I'm all about doing an Apollo Creed Rocky kind of spinoff thing. But but Rocky Balboa doesn't need to be in that movie,
2: right? But make it lower. I don't know. They didn't go into it, but I don't know how much Stallone actually was involved with the whole Creed side. I don't, I don't know either. if he uh, wrote that. That's know. a he very good point. For him, yeah. I'm sure he got paid, right? But all the, they're not using Rocky's right. name as the but, movie. He's but just that, a character in it. That like, comes back to
0: with Stallone, the Expendable movies. The Expendables. The first one. First one. Dude, Dude I'll watch it every time great. it's on TV. I love it. I'll it. I paid to watch I bought the new Expendables. You
2: want he your money said back? that first Expendable.
0: Oh my God. Let's Did see. he not say
1: in there that first Expendable movie, he tries to do a lot of his, you know, his acting and his action in there. But he said he got fucking pretty broke yeah. up on well, the, so, he, yeah, in that first. His body's never been the same.
0: In that movie, you know how you see him wearing that shooter sling on his hand? On his, on his revolver hand? Right. Oh, okay. That's actually a cast they CGI'd. He broke his hand in one of those scenes. Oh. So he had that over a cast. They CGI'd his hand in the movie. Mm-hmm. So if you go back and watch it now, you kind of catch it. Yeah. You know, his Cause hands... He's the when he's moving killer. his hand, it's like... You know, like his, his shit clicks a little right. bit. Yeah. Because he broke his hand trying to do that thing. Which I think is cool. But coming back to the beginning, if we're going on Netflix specials... Uh, Arnie, Arnie Terminator for life, Arnie bro. took it. For life. But what uh, what have you been watching recently?
2: Um, So... I just watched it. It's on the History Channel, I think, but it was about the JFK. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any advertisement about that? Yeah, about like
1: this? dual shooters or
2: no? It's a, it's a it's just a three three episode series about the, the assassination of JFK. Really cool. I mean, there there's three episodes, about 45 minutes each. Really really good. There's a lot of stuff. Obviously, I wasn't alive during it. It's a 60 year anniversary this right. year. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's just so much in there that I. I didn't know. I mean, it's not stuff you get taught every day in school and whatnot. But it was really cool. Um, but Colleen and I have actually been going back to watch, and we've never we didn't watch it when it was on. But we start to finish, we're watching The Big Bang Theory. I've never watched that oh, show, yeah. bro. Never watched. I'm that telling time. you, like. Laugh-out-loud moments. Really? These kids are crazy Dude, I I
0: did that with Friends a couple years ago. Yeah. Right Aaron. It, was, it shit killed me. Friends right. is great. I wanted to bring... We don't do politics, but... You know Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running for president, right? right. Have yeah. you heard this shit about how they refused to give him secret service? Yeah. Yeah. His uncle was assassinated. His dad was it, assassinated. Like, like, and... Right, and that dude's like, I'll take the bullet. Just give me somebody to maybe take it for me. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, Give me the like, who's on their way out? Like, I'll <laughs> take those guys or <laughs> give me something. the give me the brand new guy that you don't yeah. want on your team. Like, like who's the guy that mm, that made it? <laughs> he, there was a line, and he kind of like crawled he on top right of it. right over top You know what it. I mean? Like, he, give me that guy. Let's do something. Give me the guy that slipped in the back door. You know, and and go from there, but. Yeah, I did that I did that with friends, man. Friends was was a great show to run back. Did you did you watch um the new is Justified? Is there anything
1: else come out on him and is drowning?
2: No. No,
0: you're it. getting all the uh was that? Michael Chandler, is No, Michael Chandler. Chandler Matt. was his name, Matt whatever whatever. Uh, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, thank you. All, you got all the initial stuff, like everyone's talking that he realized. Like, oh, you're fighting your demons and whatever. Or whatever. Okay, Dude, let whatever. me tell you something. I'm going to say this right now. I haven't had a lifetime of drug use. I've been through rehab three times. I've been clean for 20 years. But I've fallen asleep in a hot tub. And I've slipped down, oh, shit, and, and woke up. Yeah, you I know just what I mean? I can't
1: imagine, but imagine someone waking up the minute I well, can't have air.
0: But think about, now think about if you've had decades of drug use and rehab and maybe you sleep a lot fucking harder than everybody else. Who knows? Yeah, I don't no. know. I, I just can't imagine not doing that
1: if you're not an influence, mm. influence of something. Yeah.
2: That's, That's just my opinion.
1: I don't give a shit how whatever. If I can't get air, I'm up. <laughs> I mean, shit. You ain't lying. Unless I'm just
0: dormant because of some downer or something that has just I mean, totally brought my system the down. The one reason, and I the one reason I don't think that anything went wrong there, and we're not a fucking E Hollywood News podcast, but we will say this: no, is the entire fucking cast of Friends. Like, I watched. Uh, it was on TV. Was it two years ago? A year the ago? The reunion. The reunion. Yeah. They were all there. Do those guys still hang out? Like, all of them hung out. Right. Every one of them. Like. Even Jennifer Aniston, who I think became the biggest star out of all that, for sure, they got coffees and had dinner and shit. Still, all of them did. Somebody would have known if he was Back on the, again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone would have known some, but that sucks. That's a bummer. You have but, a bad
1: night. That's standard. For um, sure,
0: but whatever. So what? I, I, I was tell I was telling you earlier. I want you to talk about that show, <laughs> that movie you watched, but. Have you guys seen that Amazon movie called Buddy Games with Josh? Yes. De- so he made a show. Oh, really? And it's called The Buddy Games. And it's literally him on his property, and he gets all these groups together, and he runs them through these stupid-ass games. And he's got his friends. So he wrote that. And right. he's, got, he's got some of his friends from 20 years ago. They there, play these games. There's two. Games. There's two. Games. I saw the second yeah. one. It was That one was like, it, it, that was that was Hangover 2, right. the second one. Right. But um, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, bitches. Um, but look at, look at Bengals and Bills in the hunt. The Raiders Well, it. Something will improve. Let me go check. Yeah, go ahead. But, um, I started watching that. It's a little show on Hulu. It's, it's a lot of fun, man. Um, have you seen anything with like cigar invested shows lately? No. Um, have you been seeing yeah. that? Did you watch Hand Rolled? I have seen oh, it. Yes. Have you been noticing that they're doing, getting a little more active like, with interviews not, and stuff? I, I don't know that if they're doing a, a and, uh, podcast thing, is that, that, that what their like, big well, deal is or not? But I feel like they're going to do another hand, hand roll. roll. freak out. <laughs> they do another one. And I think um, my thing with hand roll is I thought that hand like rolled was skills. the oh, by far indulged. Of course not. a little biased with favorites, fan favorites, let's be honest. um like just. But the most indulged history in play And you've always had skills, But you don't
1: tonight And then I was like, well maybe she's got some Starburst Nope, no Starburst Yes Yeah,
2: Because they showed it at the trade show The last time we were at the the convention Yeah, I think that was the the, We need three Starbursts Or the
0: release or screening or whatever Well, obviously Lemon I want to tell you man, this is A no bullshit cigar This is a smoker's cigar good i don't care what you like um or what your preference is on what you smoke i don't care if you're a mild smoker or if you're a full strength smoker this right here, i want it now i want eggnog that's <laughs> where i'm at like that's what i feel about this i think the ben holiday honestly with the cigar has been the most no compatible i just thought of, those of two barrels in the back might um, have them but i need to get a hold of no. these uh, if someone doing an event, I need to get a hold of these. I'd preferably one that no one's taken out of yet. But that's all right. I'll those There's two in there. Yeah, well, I yeah, smoke glass. Um That's all right. But what I'm getting at is this is a. I want leave everybody, if you're at an event and you're doing a CIO event, get your box, man. Like, even if it's something you want to give to your to friends, the bathroom, these things we'll are it worth it. it. Literally. It. Yeah. So we're doing this new out. thing after the podcast uh, for the Patreon. We do. I'm sure okay. you've okay. seen We do the cut it and great. light it or let it burn out. And we get, go straight bluntly honest okay. for about six minutes on the cigar. Okay. Because we talk about so much shit on the okay. podcast. Right. There's cigars and whiskey involved. This is going to be fun because this, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to do it again on there. The, I want, I wish this wasn't like this because this is a CAO that I would just buy and I would keep it because it's a you've done this everyone does this. you're going in you're like like last night I sent you that photo I was getting in the hot tub I got done I uh, was doing my overhead workout and <clears> the <throat> fucking okay. shoulders are thick I'm feeling like the fucking Hulk I'm like I'm going to drink water and have a cigar and I opened my humidor and went
2: what do I want to smoke?
0: Yeah, uh, water, and I'm like okay two cycles 45 minutes uh no. <laughs> so then I was like, what's short <laughs> <laughs> i was around like right, oh Siri P that's great there. cool whatever right. When I sat down and smoked it but this is that kind of cigar that it's like you know I get up at fucking Christmas dude I'm going to put I'm going to put this in, prime yeah. on at 9 or 4am I got to be up for an hour and a half make sure fire's steady. I'm going to fucking smoke this guy right here there's no stress to it it's a phenomenal cigar hey mama Doing well.
1: The, uh, this is the inaugural
0: night right here. This is great. We should throw a champagne bottle against the wall, like a boat. Yes. What? Well, That's if, it, if it breaks, it's good. You got the floor right. coated. Right. Good. You right.
1: Well, the walls are not wall coated. Up and
2: repaint the wall. Nose goes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just smash it on the floor. <laughs> oh, that'll be good. As we walk around here, so. That's good. Yeah, and, um, and it's the Bengals
1: against Baltimore. Yeah. That's going to be a cool. well, yeah, started start.
0: Start about yet. 10 minutes.
2: Right,
1: oh, no, that's right. Okay. This daylight savings time's messing me up.
2: I think this year has messed me up more than any year past. Oh yeah. Normally you're supposed to be able to sleep longer because you get that extra hour and everything. Yeah. I'm getting up earlier and earlier every day, yeah. just naturally. Well, it's almost like it came out
0: of no, like you all, you yeah. knew it was coming, but it came out of nowhere, kind of, oh, well, we which was to, weird. Right.
2: I think okay. we just need to get do away with it. Yeah. yeah. Let's just ride it out. We need we need to stay on the spring forward. Like I'd rather have it darker later in the morning. Yeah. And lighter later in the evening. Yeah. Your day seems longer. Yeah. Plus, really, if you get up in the morning and you're going to do a workout, who cares if it's light outside? You're going to go walk or run or do whatever. I'd rather have it light when you get off work. Right. I know. All right. Well, good You guys
0: have fun. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, what I was saying, this is just a phenomenal cigar, man. It's just a... A no-brainer smoke, and that's what yeah, I mean about it. I'm, well, I'm trying I'm to. Here. I've been I'm sitting here you. through the podcast, trying to think of something I could I could tag to it, and think about another. For me, another no-brainer smoke is like a negotiation from Thadrawi. You you just smoke the fucking thing. It it's great. It tastes great. It's amazing. It's well built. It's designed well together. It it's just a damn good cigar. And you smoke it. You can sit down and you could sit down and break it down if you wanted to. There's enough. For the, you know, like you said, your palate's not strong enough to discern. Cowboy one we started this thing. We are not master tasters. I've never sought out to be that. I've never wanted to be that guy. <laughs> I don't want to think that fucking seriously about it all the time. Now, don't get me wrong when, when we're blending something or if we're sitting down and like, hey, man, what do you think? Right. You're like, okay.
2: Let's different. Let's your sit and, and think
0: and talk right. about it. But... We're never going to be the guy sitting in a room like, hey, come here. I want you to talk about the uh, cherry cola that we're <laughs> yeah. getting in this cigar, right? You know, we're not going to do that. But there is something to be said that when you – Cowboy, can you think about a cigar that when you just cut it and light it, there's no work in smoking it? It's just – it's mindless. You just, You smoke it. You enjoy it. You don't have to think about it. It doesn't surprise you. Because uh, sometimes surprises aren't fun, right? <laughs> there's a joke there, but we're not going to do it You know, the funny right thing now. about
1: it is, is, and I've said this a, uh, maybe a couple of times, when I did this podcast two years ago, I think there was, um, for me and you to talk about what we thought were good and what were bad cigars, um, and, and and there's that's probably unfair. But there at least now, I mean, there are so many good cigars. It's so hard um, because I just feel like even bourbon now, I mean, there was so many, before before there was something that you didn't really care for. And there was something that was really the standards were so much higher um, and it was so much more to talk about. Now, I think it's hard to talk about the differences between something that you would say would be a little bit better or um and, and and i even find that to be hard because i think every cigar has a, a place but um even today with bourbon and even cigars because we talk about them both there's so much good shit out there right now and listen when we talked about general cigar company and all of this when we a year ago we were kind of like, eh, we don't care for it, blah, 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 that, that, that. And now we're like, wow, there's some really good stuff coming out of here. And the same thing with bourbon. It was like, well, this was not very, old elk was not very good. Now old elk is very good. So, I mean, I think there's such a wide range of variants of good um, that was good. And now it's so much better. Um, So it's really
0: hard to depict through them all. I really think. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I just wanted to see if you could, if one that you could just pop off that you thought. As far as bourbon or cigar. Cigar. A cigar, like just a cigar. Because what I'm saying about we're gonna do this in the in the after thing for the Patreon. But what what I'm saying is like with this cigar. It's just you just smoke it, man. It's there. It's got the flavor. It's got the body to it.
2: It, It's well for this
1: year. Um and i put it away for a while but that Tatawahe pork loin mm. it comes in the butcher's the papers and one, whatever yeah. i mean that thing for me was just um and i love the monster series and there's so many other that i love but for that one stood out for me that butcher paper pork loin from Tatawahe am i speaking correctly mm-hmm. um, what it's i saying, just bro. thought was amazing. And I I was down there like a uh a little rat. I was like tearing to the paper and I couldn't get it. I had to get out I, I left it alone. But I was breaking into my last one last night. I was like, I I gotta get me one of those. Um because then there's the Tuxla as well um from that series. The San Andreas stuff. Yes. Yeah. And um that one to me, I guess, stood out to me I thought the Las Caveras was fucking really good this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I would say the Tatoahe pork loin was pretty fucking memorable.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: All right, guys. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this up. we got the football game starting here in a minute. We're going to do our thing and hang out. For all of you on the Patreon, you're going to get our cut it and light it or let it burn out. Um, so from the Viking Mahalo guys, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to let the... Wreck-It Rusty here, say goodbye, and the Bourbon Cowboy will take us out.
2: Again, always a pleasure to be on, guys. Um, thanks for everybody tuning in. Um, yeah, thanks for being like,
1: here on our inaugural night right? in the the and Furial garage.
2: Right, and like uh, like Mark pointed out, like, hey, if you really want to try this, get with your local retailer, tell them to get with their general guys, set up a CAO event, try this uh, CAO Escaparate. Nice.
1: And from the Bourbon Cowboy, listen, as always, Thanks for listening in, and until next time, giddy up. All right, now. Man, (laughs) I am so pumped that you're here.